I noticed that like if I couldn't pee right then and there, um, my bladder would push up against my the clitoral structure and it would give you the same kind of feeling as just uh, everyday run-of-the-mill uh, arousal. Well, wow, I did not know that. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanigato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that would like to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our, our email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. And we are very excited for our conversation today. It is uh, one of those things that we have never heard of before until this email came through. Um, usually I kind of put together, you know, these intros to kind of describe it. Um, but in this case, we've got our guests on the line and I'm thinking I'm just going to throw this definition over to you. Uh, we are speaking with someone who has a fetish that's referred to as omarashi. Uh, so do you mind just explaining to everyone what that is exactly? Uh, hi. Yeah. Uh, happy to be here. Um, omarashi is described as uh, the sexual fetish in which someone gains pleasure from either holding uh, their bladder or uh, wetting oneself. Um, oftentimes in um, Western cultures, it's often referred to as wetting. Um, so holding your bladder until you can no longer hold it um, can release uh, like a, a pleasurable feeling that... Uh, a lot of people quite enjoy. So is it just the bladder or is it also the bowels? Omarashi mostly refers to the bladder, um, but in a lot of forms, um, people that are usually into Omarashi also tend to um, relieve themselves through their bowels as well. Not everyone. There is a large section of people who believe it's only uh, the bladder. Okay. So how do you kind of begin to realize that you have this? Uh, do you remember kind of what age and what the initial feelings were where you realized that this was more of like a sexual arousal and maybe a fetish? Yeah. Um, so I had quite a few bladder infections as a child. Um, and with bladder infections, you tend to get um, either the inability to pee on command or the um, the inability to hold your bladder. Um, and a lot of the time, if you have a very full bladder and you're female bodied, which I am, um, your bladder actually pushes up against the um, clitoral structure. Um, on the inside of your pelvis, which is where your G-spot is. Um, so from a very young age, probably like 9, 10, um, I noticed that like if I couldn't pee right then and there, um, my bladder would push up against my the clitoral structure and it would give you the same kind of feeling as just uh, everyday run-of-the-mill uh, arousal. Well... Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. I was going to ask, too, because I feel like everyone can kind of appreciate that feeling of, like, you, for whatever circumstances, have to hold your bladder and you can't uh, go to the bathroom. And then finally being able to uh, 
you know, pee, you're just like, oh my God. Like it just feels so like, and you get like chills throughout your body. Like, I feel like everyone's like had that experience before. Um, so I was going to ask like what the difference is, you know, uh, you know, it's, I guess, is it just because this is something that you go out of your way to experience or is there something that you feel that is completely different than when all of us else are like kind of feeling that don't necessarily have this sort of, uh, fetish. Um, I do think that I might be slightly outside of the realm of like what everyone else feels. Um, I do think that like, I have more of a appreciation for like water sports. Um, but not to the point of like, wanting to have someone pee on me or pee on someone else. Um, but I can have the appreciation that um, it definitely is more arousing to release a full bladder um, than some sex acts. I mean... I, I yeah i feel like a lot of people can relate to that like there is something like it innately sexual about shitting and pissing just like in general i feel like especially when you really have to go like that release is like that's exactly what it is that's a release which is extremely pleasurable so like joe said i guess a lot of people can definitely appreciate that um I guess what are there any other aspects for you of like, I, I guess maybe just if you're able to kind of describe like what that feeling is and like, is there anything else around that feeling? Because the idea of wedding, something you said in the beginning is also like actually not making it to the bathroom in time and like maybe peeing your pants. So like, what's, what's that aspect of this and, and why is that a turn on? I think the actual like wedding portion of it has a lot to do with uh, the embarrassment factor. Um, so like um, feeling like you have absolutely no control over the situation um, and losing control of your bladder. And then, especially if it's in a public setting or around other people, the embarrassment of, oh my God, I couldn't hold my bladder is oddly exhilarating. Um, it kind of plays into, um, like voyeurism where, um, you are kind of wanting to be caught doing something that maybe you shouldn't be doing in public. Mm -hmm. Got it. So, I mean, is that something that you typically do often? Like you're out in public and you will purposefully wet your pants? I haven't delved into it too much, um, outside of my home. Um, I... I'm more scared of the repercussions of the, um, I guess, judgment of the people that I, I in the town that I live in, because it is quite a small town. Um, but it, um, I have often thought about it, like I'll be on the bus or something and I'll have to pee a little bit. And I'm like, if I just pee right here, who would actually notice? Right, right. And then if you were to do that and then you're kind of, then I guess on top of it, it's like, well, now I'm sitting in my own pee and no one knows. And that's another turn on, on top of having had my bladder full and like having that release. So it just kind of like compounds into this like fantasy sort of. 
yeah yeah it's definitely uh, a very strange thing that people will often turn their nose up at um but them themselves have oftentimes actually experienced pretty much the exact same feeling um yeah 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 no it, it is weird that way because there is that portion of this that like we can understand what's pleasurable about that feeling but i guess in your case um is it so it's something you're interested in trying kind of wetting yourself in public um but you haven't been able to bring yourself to do it small town like you said uh is there do you feel like you're on your way to trying that or is there a way to try that like would you ever wear a diaper out so that maybe you would feel safe from like people actually noticing if your pants became wet yeah so i've i have worn diapers out in public um i have not wet myself with a diaper on um out in public that is um but it is something that like i would really really like to do um i most of it is i want to travel outside of my small town and do it somewhere where no one knows who i am um mostly because it's still the uh the the fear of the repercussions of the person the people in my personal life that uh personal and professional life that would uh judge me really hardly right and you said that you uh you do uh wedding in the comfort of your own home is that something you do pretty frequently and is like and like what type of pants or shorts are you wearing when you decide to do that uh so usually it's just um like in my shower for the sake of like cleaning up mess Mm -hmm. um i also live with a roommate who um doesn't know about it so i would prefer to keep it that way um and so it's usually like whatever i'm wearing um so like i've done it in jeans uh like basketball shorts track pants um pretty much anything it's like if he's not home or i'm about to take a shower it's happening wow is it like similar to i like i'm trying to equate it to like an orgasm like is it similar to that feeling or is it just sort of like a different type of really good feeling for you or would you say that you would describe it as an orgasm it's it's akin to the feeling of an orgasm um it often uh results in me having an orgasm um so it's the the like the warmth that spreads when you have wet yourself uh, that quickly goes very cold is a very strange yet like comforting feeling almost um, hmm. like it almost brings you back to childhood a little bit um, but that feeling that you get it's almost uh, it is very much akin to a an orgasm and that is sometimes enough to allow you to orgasm or is there like masturbation or something that follows because this sort of puts you in the mood or is it just that act alone that can bring you to that point? Uh, usually masturbation is involved as well. Wow. Is there like a, like a favorite thing to wear when you do this? Like uh, just the way that you're describing this of kind of that feeling and the warmth and the cold. Now I imagine textures would 
kind of play a role or like tightness of pants? I don't know if I'm overthinking that, but is that something that you take into consideration? Yes. Uh, so like dry wicking um, fabrics, like sportswear and such is not something that I, I thoroughly enjoy doing um, it in. I prefer like fuzzy sweatpants or thick denim pants mostly because they hold the liquid better. So it, you get that cold sensation for a little bit longer. Oh, interesting. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. No, I was, I was, uh, I was going to, I was going to kind of ask, uh, you know, before you said you haven't really, you know, dove into, uh, you know, as far as like the bowels go. Um, but is that something that you would eventually get into, like down the I, line? I do think that like eventually there may be a time where I may actually lose control of my bowels, like genuinely. Um, mm. And I think at that point in time, I would probably feel a little bit more comfortable to continue doing it afterwards. Um, but there is that little voice in the back of my head that kind of screams at me that um, what I'm doing is strange. Um, so I can't get to the part of like actually going. I think that's interesting because on this show, especially when it comes to fetishes, I think that we've spoken to a lot of people who have sort of hit a point um, in their own like acceptance or experience where they are almost fully kind of living out you know, their fantasies, their fetishes, they maybe even have a partner who accepts it. I, I feel like that happens more often than not. Um, but it is just like real and interesting to hear from your point of view that this is a sexual fetish that you have. This is something that you're interested in. Um, but you are still sort of really doing this behind closed doors that no one really knows that you have this desire to sort of take it to the next level or do it in public. But, you know, you are worried about the repercussions or, or the people in your town that know you. Um, I, I just think it's, it's interesting to point that out just because, um, I think a lot of people listening could probably relate to that too, where maybe they're not at the comfort level of some of the guests we talk to who are like, Oh yeah, I'm slinging poo all over myself everywhere I go. And you know, whatever it is. Um, but you are just kind of in the process, I guess, of, of exploring this and seeing where you want to take it. Um, so I just think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, uh, it's kind of strange because my entire, um, philosophy in life is that, um, sexual health education is a basic human right. Um, yet I decide to close every door and every window when it comes to my own sexual, like sexuality and, uh, sexual proclivities. Um, yeah, it is kind of a dichotomy. It's, it's very strange. Yeah. And also I thought it was interesting that you said you were worried about, um, you know, the embarrassment or people knowing and in person, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that at some point you had mentioned that that was also part of the reason why it was, uh, a, like an attractive thought to you would be because, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this. And then, you know, the em sort of embarrassment feel, um, but I can see how that would be different when it's like people, you know, and you have to see every day. Um, but it, it is interesting that sort of dynamic being like, yeah, I'd, I'd be too embarrassed to do this, but also the embarrassment is part of the reason why you like it. Right. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a, um, 
uh, like there's definitely the embarrassment factor that really ties into what is a very attractive about this. Um, but it is very, it's very much the, um, I don't know the people, the random people, the strangers that may be judging me and I have no idea what's going through their head. But then my the people in my personal and my professional life, I can't, I know the way that they talk. I know that the, like the way that they think um, so that if like I were to have done this in front of them and they were to judge me, it's almost like I can hear their voice in my head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for the most part that the people in your life would not at all be supportive of this or would, you know, have some, some pretty strong judgments if they ever find found this out about you. Yeah. For the most part. Um, I do think that like, I think a lot of people would like turn their nose up at it and kind of judge me, uh, very harshly for it. Um, there are a few select people where they'd probably be just like, I don't care. Like whatever you do in the bedroom is whatever you do in the bedroom. Um, but for the vast majority of it, like I do think that my friends would judge me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's absolutely no one who besides yourself who knows about this. Nope. None gotcha. of my past, none of my past in, uh, relationships know. None of my uh, friends or family know. None of my coworkers, acquaintances. Nothing. And you've been doing this can like sort of consistently for how long? Uh, probably since like 2016 or 2017. Wow. Okay. So that's a long time to kind of carry this sort of secret, you know? Yeah. I mean, as, I mean, you seem pretty open to the fact of like it progressing into, you know, wherever it goes. Do you ever see like maybe, you know, you, kind of telling one of your friends about it or, you know, it being one day something that you can talk about? Yeah, I do. I, like, as I said, I didn't, I haven't told any previous partners, but like going forward in relationships, I do think that like, I'm going to be more open with the fact on that because it is kind of a a deal breaker for a lot of people. Right. Um, It is a kind of out there kink. Um, It's not something that's like super common um, or spoken about. It's probably more common than I think it is, but it it's definitely not spoken about as much. Um, and th- I don't need anybody to take part in the kink with me. Like I'm fully content doing it myself. Um, but I do think that like any long-term partner going forward is going to have to know. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, definitely. And is there, so it seems like you haven't necessarily found then sort of like a community around this. Um, but is it something like, is there like porn related to this? Is this like something that like, is there a community where you're kind of like consuming, I don't know, like other videos or anything about this? Oh yeah. There is a massive community online. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard of the reputation of Tumblr. Um, but Tumblr in specific before it decided to go um, nothing over the age of 18, like uh, like no NSFW stuff, mm-hmm. uh, was entirely uh, porn. Like the entire website was mainly porn. Um, I feel like I remember that phase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was where I kind of discovered what this was. Um, I think I stumbled across like a, a blog about... Um, I think it was diapers like years ago. I was probably 
in my teens, um, like honestly, probably younger than high school age. Um, and I like stumbled across the blog and kind of fell headfirst into this hole of subculture kinks um, that kind of led me to, you know, the deep dark sides of the web that I probably shouldn't have been on, but have was on anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've definitely found out a lot of kinks that a lot of people have no idea about. Um, yeah, there, there's, God, there's probably still so many out there that, I mean, even this, like we, I feel like maybe I've heard of wedding before when you use that term, but I don't know. I mean, this, this felt like pretty new to us too, when it, it came across in the email. Yeah. Omarashi is definitely like a Japanese term. Um, in Western cultures, it is often referred to as wedding. Um, but, uh, or, um, for fecal matter, it is messing, um, usually. Um, I like the simplicity of the terms. It's like, yeah, I just picture like a council of wetters and messers, just like, what should we call this? And it's just like, just keep it simple. Yeah. You, you also, um, sorry, I was gonna say, you also said that other people having accidents turns you on. Uh, yes. so where does that play a role? And would your ultimate goal, uh, be to have a partner that is like willing to do that for you? Uh, kind of, yes, I am. I'm polyamorous. Uh, so I don't believe in monogamy. I don't think that one person should, uh, be required to only date one person for the rest of their life. Um, so there is the chance of me having several partners. Um, and I do want one to be, um, a partner who is okay with doing this with me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is, it's the, the embarrassment factor of like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed for them. Um, that like, it gets the engine going. It's not, not quite as, uh, exhilarating as, um, like wetting myself. Mm. Is this the general idea of embarrassment also attractive to you? Like if it wasn't necessarily about someone wetting their pants, but it was, I don't know, something else where that would be embarrassing for someone. It does the general idea also kind of rub you the right way. Yeah. I, um, I am also like fully into like degradation, um, whether I am degrading someone else or someone is degrading me. Um, but like calling me like your dirty, filthy slut or something like that, like is definitely like part of the the preferred sexual routine. Yeah. Interesting. So it's almost like your ultimate fantasy is to just like, ha- like go and ha- like in public pee yourself, have people see you do that and then like say bad things about you. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's very interesting. Um, I'm curious too, because you just kind of mentioned the dichotomy before of kind of what I just joked about, like having these urges, but not necessarily being able to do it, like wanting the embarrassment, but kind of having the fear of embarrassment. Um, You also mentioned um, prior to the the call that you were assigned a female at birth trans masculine person. So within like kind of your community and the people day to day, is that something that you feel like you've been supported or like, or has there been judgment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the most part, I've been out since I was in high school. Um, so 
I'm 25 now. Um, so I like, I definitely gained the support that I've, I've wanted. Um, some of my family members have taken a little bit of time to come around to that fact. Um, but I kind of just push it down everyone's throat, no matter where I am. Um, it's either accept me or move along kind of thing is my attitude towards things. Um, at least when it comes to my gender. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to ask because it's like, not that a fetish like this is necessarily even close to being the same thing of like, you know, people accepting you or something that you would like push down people's throats. But that's what I was wondering if like that experience in your life and kind of taking that ownership, um, almost gave you confidence when it comes to like maybe taking this fetish to the next level or telling people about it. Yeah. I definitely think that like going forward in time, um, there will be a time where like I will be of the same kind of, um, like attitude is like either get with it or go away. Um, kind of attitude towards things. Um, I'm not quite at that point. I only really accepted that this was, um, like a, an actual part of my like human experience um, in like the last eight to 12 months. Oh, okay. So like I've been doing it for years and completely being like, no, I'll just quit it one day. I see. So now oh, so yeah. recently you just, you decided like, this is going to be a part of my life forever, no matter what. Yeah. Kind of. It's like, until I no longer find it attractive, like I'm, it's going to be a part of me. Um, and if that's the way my life ends up, that's the way my life ends up. Right. Yeah. No, it's, um, it, it really is interesting. It's eye opening. Like I said before, I think it's cool and also helpful to speak to you at this stage. Like I said, we speak to a lot of people who are probably well past that first kind of eight to 12 months. So like for you to kind of reach out and, and share this, you know, with us, but also all the strangers listening when you haven't really shared it with anyone and are kind of just starting to like truly accept this as part of your human experience. Like you said, now, um, we thank you for that. Cause it, it is, um, you know, very early stage essentially. And, uh, it, it is cool to kind of get the perspective and insight, um, from someone, you know, in, in the phase that you're in with this fetish. Yeah. I will be completely honest with you. I emailed you guys while I was completely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even remember it happening until I had gotten the email back and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> a liquid courage. You were like, all right, Very we're much doing so. this. Yeah. Hey, but you followed through and you're here now. So that's awesome. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And this, this is an interesting one and, and we're, you know, happy to have learned about it. And, um, we like, we, we get it to an extent. Um, I don't know if we'll be like peeing our pants anytime soon, but we were joking yesterday cause we were together and we knew this call was coming up today. And we just started like, it made us like start sharing all these like secrets almost about how <laughs> often we like try to push it to the limit and live on the edge of like holding our like pee in. And like, especially I think you were saying, Joe, like if you know, you're going to make it like if you, if you're at home and you know, the bathroom's <laughs> there, there's yeah. just, there's, it's like a game you almost play with yourself. Like, I'm just going to like, let this build up a little bit more because it's just going to feel that much better when it happens. Yeah. 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 As I said, like, and, uh, OPL. So like the amount of pee stories that, 
uh, Joe and Frank have on the basement yard is kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, Frankie's over here. He's doing it every single day. I mean, he's he has to hold pee because he has long <laughs> drives in the morning, so he probably knows exactly yeah. what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's always cool to do episodes like this where we you learn about a brand new experience that you didn't realize that other people kind of indulge in. Um, so we appreciate you coming on and sort of educating us on your experience and also, uh, you know, unveiling this, uh, part of the human experience, I guess. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of yeah, course. Thanks, thanks thank so you for much. taking the time. Okay. You guys have a good day. See ya. Bye. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You may find yourself feeling overwhelmed by the general stress that comes with life's challenges or work piling up. This happens to me a lot, and the stress and anxiety can really cloud my thoughts and take me out of problem-solving mode, where I feel like I have a harder time coming up with solutions to the problems I'm faced with, and this can really begin to spiral and affect my work and relationships. And luckily, this has been something I've been able to work on with my therapist. I feel like I've gained a lot of tools to keep my composure in moments of stress uh, or where I feel like things might not be going the way that I want. And talking with a therapist can really help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. And I feel like I've been able to face my moments of stress much better and have been able to uh, overthink less and move forward with daily challenges. And if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online. And you can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can even switch therapists at any time if you want to work with someone new. And when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash OPL today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash OPL. Betterhelp.com slash OPL and get that 10% off your first month uh, if you've been wanting to give therapy a try. Well, uh, I get it. I get it. I mean, we I don't get know it. if you get it. Well, I don't get it. Like, I, I mean, I definitely <laughs> like, I get like why that feels good. Yes. To piss when you like have to piss so bad and you're like, okay, now I'm going to go, I'm, I'm peeing now. This is amazing. I yeah. need it. You know, I, I can, I can understand the fine line between like just a, a, a normal release of pee or bowel movements to like orgasmic. It's, it's the right. closest thing compared to, you know, some of the other things with all due respect to all the other fetishes we've discussed on here. But, yeah. you know, smearing poop on myself isn't, I, I'm not going to understand how that translates exactly. That's heavy. But this is feelings in the general same region of uh -huh. things that feel good. So it, it does make sense in that way. And it's, it's interesting, like the layer that's added to that of like the secrecy or the embarrassment or of like possibly getting caught. And it just makes me wonder how many people I've ever been around that are just peeing next to me in public and just like getting off <laughs> by the fact that I don't know or that no one else knows they're doing it, but, but maybe they're doing it. I mean, I don't know how many people are actually indulging in this type of thing. I think that you're okay, but, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there that it's, it, it, you can understand it because we all kind of have those experiences. I really do peeing and poop, like, I really do think that peeing and pooping is like a full body experience because when you're going to the, like, you can feel it in your whole body. Like mm-hmm. when I'm peeing, like I sometimes I get chills and I'm like, oh, you whoa. shudder, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like a, a, a pee shudder is you're, whoa, yeah, it's your nice. spine's tingling, especially if you wake up in the morning and yep. like you haven't peed at night and it's like that first one in the morning. It's the same yeah. thing with pooping when you get a really good poop and you're like, oh my god, I needed that so bad, like a, yeah. a release. It's so great, you can feel it in your whole body. So I can see how this can turn into like a sort of sexual thing. I mean, once we start pulling the poop out of the toilet, that's where you lose me, but. <laughs> You know, that's, that's it. Uh, that's it there. But, uh, yeah, super interesting episode. Definitely something I'd never heard about. Um, what was the Japanese word for it again? Omarashi. Omarashi. Yeah. Which, yeah, sounds quite, quite elegant. It sounds delicious, honestly. It does sound delicious. Similar to Omarashi. So if you want, if you want to get sushi after this. Um, but yeah, for anyone out there uh, who wants to be a guest on our show, like I said in the beginning of the episode, hit us up. Our email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, follow us on TikTok, on Instagram at OPL Podcast for a bunch of clips and things. And uh, head over to patreon.com slash OPL show if you want to join that. It's uh, $5 monthly. And uh, you'll see we'll be using kind of the collected money to make different donations to charities and things like that. Um, so help support the show, help support charities. It's awesome. Shout out to all the patrons. And that is all. Yep, that is all. See you guys next time. <laughs>